Welcome to the Weight No More Weight Loss Accountability Podcast, where we explore a wide range of topics and challenges related to weight loss. I'm your host, Mrs. J, a certified health and wellness coach and the author of the ebook, All Diets Work If You Do. With over three decades on the health and wellness journey, I have successfully embarked on a non-medical weight loss path, allowing me to shed 212 pounds. In this podcast, we'll delve deep into all aspects of health and well-being. Each week, I'll share my research and experiences and perspectives in solo episodes. I'll bring you insightful interviews with inspiring guests and thought leaders. Additionally, we'll address relevant topics submitted by our listeners. My mission is to provide you with inspiring stories and practical insights, fresh perspectives, and transformative tools that will unlock your full potential. I aim to help you create a life you truly love and establish sustainable habits for mindful living, resulting in a sense of balance and happiness. Above all, I strive to foster a relatable and supportive community that you can rely on for encouragement to assist you on your quest for a healthier lifestyle. I'm here cheering you on every step of the way. Let's embark on this journey together. Welcome to another episode of Wait No More, Weight Loss Accountability the podcast that explores the vital topics and challenges impacting our weight loss and wellness journey. I'm your host, Mrs. J, and today we have an important and in-depth topic to discuss, and that is how your emotional state can affect hormone balance and weight. When it comes to weight loss, we often focus on the physical aspects, such as diet and exercise. However, our emotional well-being plays a significant role as well. Emotions such as stress, anxiety, and sadness, although it's not uncommon to experience these emotions in our lives, did you know they can have a profound impact on our hormones and our weight? Especially when we are feeling stressed or, or anxious our bodies release a cascade of hormones. And one of the hormones that takes center stage is cortisol. Now, in uh, proper doses, cortisol is very important because it helps to regulate blood sugar, it helps to regulate our blood pressure, and many other functions in the body. So let's take the first emotion, um, sadness. The emotion of sadness has a slightly different effect. So we'll look at sadness or being sad separately from stress and anxiety. While being sad doesn't initially cause a cortisol spike, being sad or the emotion of sadness is a powerful and complex emotion. It can influence our relationship with food, our motivation levels, and our overall health and weight loss progress. When it comes to weight loss, it's crucial to understand, as you always hear me say, it's not as simple as calories in, calories out. 
in the perfect world, that equation would work. But as you know, we don't live in the perfect world. Our bodies are very complex systems and hormones play a significant role in regulating various processes, including metabolism and fat storage. So sadness is a very strong emotion, as I said, and it doesn't necessarily spike cortisol, but it absolutely can have an effect on your relationship with food. Now we'll look at stress and anxiety together. Stress and anxiety can lead to also emotional eating, where we turn to food for comfort or for coping, kind of like a coping mechanism. During these moments uh, when we are stressed or anxious and we are using food as a coping mechanism, we may seek out high calorie, sugary, or fatty foods. Often comfort food is decadent and of course has higher calories. These types of foods can have an endorphin pleasure effect on our brains. These types of food can activate the brain's reward system, leading to the release of certain chemicals, including endorphins. Endorphins are uh, neurotransmitters that act as natural painkillers and mood boosters. They create feelings of pleasure, happiness, and well-being. So consuming sugary and fatty foods can release endorphins which can temporarily uplift our mood and provide a sense of comfort or pleasure or general well-being this can create a cycle where we rely on food to alleviate sadness which can lead to overeating and weight gain this is just one way emotions can impact our weight loss stress and anxiety can cause the release of cortisol, also known as the stress hormone. Cortisol is released by the adrenal glands in response to stress. Its primary function is to help the body deal with stressful situations or situations that it deems as endangering. What cortisol does, it helps to mobilize energy reserves and increase alertness. It's also known as the fight or flight hormone. Now in small doses, cortisol is vital for our overall survival. However, chronic stress can disrupt the delicate balance of cortisol in our bodies. When stress becomes chronic, cortisol levels remain elevated for extended periods. This can have a far-reaching effect on our overall health and weight. One significant impact of chronic stress and elevated cortisol levels is the disruption of other hormone levels in the body. This can lead to imbalance in insulin, estrogen, progesterone, and thyroid hormones, all of which play vital roles in metabolism, appetite regulation, and fat storage. So let's dive deeper into the relationship between cortisol and weight gain. 
When cortisol, which is the fight or flight hormone, is released during stress, it stimulates the release of glucose in the bloodstream. Now, glucose is your body's main source of energy. And this extra glucose that is in the bloodstream is meant to provide quick energy for the body to respond to the stressor, either to run from danger or to stay and fight. <laughs> However, in our modern lives, stressors are often not physical, but rather they're mental or emotional. And so we don't necessarily require extra glucose for immediate physical action because the thing that is stressing us out is not physical. The physiological change that I just described by the bloodstream being flooded with glucose or fuel in the face of danger is what we witness when we see people performing Herculean acts when they're faced with danger. Now we've all heard the stories of a, a mom who is able to display extreme physical strength when her child is in danger um, or examples of you know, somebody's working on, on a car and the jack slips and the car falls on them and somebody is able to literally lift the car that has fallen. Under normal circumstances, these individuals would not be able to perform these magnificent feats. However, in the presence of fear, the stress hormone cortisol which is also known as the fight or flight hormone, is released. It triggers the release of glucose, which is the body's source of energy, fueling this individual for a brief moment to be able to address the perceived danger. So that's what happens when our bodies are stressed out. It signals the body to produce cortisol, which in turn stimulates the release of glucose to fuel the body. Enabling that individual to quickly remove themselves from danger or stay in fight. The issue is most times when we are stressed, there isn't the presence of imminent danger. And that is how stress and anxiety can contribute to weight gain. The body has excess glucose, but if there is no eminent danger or need for the body to exert energy, the excess glucose triggered by the stress hormone is now floating around in the bloodstream and it hasn't been utilized. The body does not allow excess glucose to just float around in the bloodstream. So the unutilized glucose or unutilized energy has to be addressed and it causes another hormone impact and that is the release of insulin. Now insulin's job is to move the glucose or the excess energy floating around in the bloodstream, it is, its job is to move that into the cells for storage.
cycle of stress can actually cause insulin resistance. This is when the body becomes resistant to insulin and it becomes harder for the glucose to enter the cells efficiently. In turn, it leads to higher blood sugar levels and increased risk of weight gain and metabolic disorders. The other drawback of high cortisol or the fight or flight hormone produced when we are stressed or anxious is it stimulates the storage of visceral fat. Visceral fat is the deep belly fat associated with increased risks. And visceral fat releases inflammatory substances that only complicate and contribute to insulin resistance and metabolic dysfunction. <laughs> this vicious cycle can make weight loss so much more challenging. And that's why weight loss is as you always hear me say, it's not as simple as a healthy eating regime and exercise. If the body is in a habitual state of anxiety or stress, the hormonal triggers could cause weight gain despite the absence of food. Stress or anxiety can produce cortisol or triggers the body to produce cortisol. Cortisol stimulates the production of glucose, um, which is the body's source of fuel. Unused glucose triggers the hormone insulin, and insulin's job is to remove the excess glucose from the blood and store it in the cells. Interestingly enough, the activity that stress causes in the body is actually the same storage that happens when we overeat. In turn, you could wind up gaining weight even in the absence of food. To add to it, the body can experience stress even if we're not consciously perceiving or acknowledging the event as stressful. Stress can be categorized into two groups. So we have acute stress and chronic stress. So acute stress refers to short-term immediate stressors or stress responses uh, triggered by different events such as a near-miss car accident, um, challenges at work, missing a deadline, or a sudden argument with a loved one. These can all activate the body's stress response, leading to physiological changes such as increased heart rate, elevated cortisol levels, and heightened alertness. Now, these acute stressors are typically more noticeable and easier to identify as sources of stress. You know, no one wants to get into an argument with a loved one that you recognize that as a stressful situation. Chronic stress, though, is a little bit different. It's categorized by long-term exposure to stressors that may be more subtle. 
Chronic stress can stem from various sources, including work-related pressures, so over a period of time, relationship difficulties, financial strain, ongoing health issues, or excess. Another thing that I really like to point out is one of the things that can cause the body stress is extreme exercise. Um, or, or, or extremely strenuous or prolonged workout routines that are consistently done. That can cause the body stress. So it's the accumulation of smaller stressors over time. That is what chronic stress is. Now, unlike acute stress, chronic stress may be we don't necessarily recognize it right away or we may not acknowledge or put it in that category but it still can exert a significant toll on the body and the mind so just because you don't <clears throat> acknowledge something as being stressful does not mean that your body does not go through the physiological changes that happen when you're stressed so a few examples of chronic stressors that might not be as apparent include everyday hassles, uh, minor inconveniences and irritations that we deal with in everyday life, such as traffic congestion, long work commutes, juggling multiple responsibilities. These can accumulate and contribute to chronic stress. Another one is work-related stress. Uh, a demanding workload, high pressure deadlines, uh, conflicts with colleagues or supervisors, or job insecurities. Those can contribute to chronic stress. Another one, relationship stress. For example, troubles in a personal relationship or conflicts with family and friends. Another one is being a caretaker or being responsible for caring for a loved one with a chronic illness can be an ongoing source of stress. Another form of stress is financial strain, persistent financial worries, having excessive debt or difficulty meeting financial obligations can contribute to chronic stress. Another one is environmental stressors, living in a noisy neighborhood, exposure to pollution, or other environmental factors that include constant state of unease or discomfort can contribute to chronic stress. Dealing with a new situation or feeling a lack of confidence in a situation, such as being new at a job, being a new parent, having to move, a loss of your job, or even a loss of a loved one can contribute to chronic stress. Another uh, form of chronic stress that I really feel is important and I really like to highlight is the lack of adequate sleep. It's important to note that we all have different thresholds and responses to stress. What might stress out one person might not be perceived as stress by another person. And some individuals have actually developed coping mechanisms or they've adapted their responses so that they're able to mask or mitigate the consciousness or acknowledgement of stress. 
But just because you don't identify it consciously or you choose to not acknowledge it doesn't mean that your body can ignore the presence of stress. And the fact is the physiological effects that it has on the body will still be present. Now, your body will let you know when it registers a situation as stressful, even if you aren't acknowledging it. So pay attention to physical and emotional signs that might indicate that you are dealing with chronic stress. A few signs that you may be dealing with stress are uh, fatigue, excess tiredness for no reason, difficulty sleeping, Changes in your appetite, whether it's a lost or increased appetite for no reason. Irritability or mood swings. Digestive discomfort and issues. Headaches. And getting sick frequently. These can be signs that your body is dealing with stress. Let's take a look at how cortisol can have a trickle-down effect on other hormones related to weight loss. Estrogen and testosterone. Both of these hormones play a crucial role in regulating metabolism and body fat distribution. Stress absolutely can interrupt both testosterone and estrogen balance in men and women. The next hormone is progesterone. This is another hormone affected significantly by stress. Progesterone helps to counterbalance the effects of estrogen and supports a healthy metabolism for both men and women. Chronic stress can disrupt this hormone and cause um, imbalance in progesterone which further impacts weight loss efforts. Another hormone is thyroid. The thyroid hormone is very important to keep in balance. The thyroid gland plays a crucial role in regulating metabolism. Stress again can disrupt the the conversion of thyroid hormones, leading to a slower metabolic rate and potentially hindering weight loss. Another hormone is melatonin. Melatonin, also known as a sleep hormone, is absolutely affected by chronic stress. Remember, anxiety and stress cause a spike in cortisol. So cortisol is the hormone that is affecting all of these other hormones. The spike in cortisol levels or the fight or flight hormone is the exact opposite of melatonin, which is the sleep hormone. So when you think about this, it makes sense because cortisol is produced when the body perceives danger, the fight or flight response, which is the exact opposite of relaxation and sleep produced by melatonin. So when melatonin is high, Cortisol should be low and vice versa. When either of these gets out of balance, our ability to sleep is absolutely affected. And to add to it, 
all of these hormone disruptions are exasperated when women are in menopause and when men are in andropause. Chronic stress during these hormonal transitions can make this time very difficult time to be able to maintain or lose weight. So as you can see, just because you don't acknowledge stress doesn't mean you are not impacted by it. These are just a few of the hormones that are affected by high cortisol levels, which are produced when we are stressed. There are many other hormones and bodily functions that are affected when we experience chronic anxiety and stress. You know, as I look around and uh, I look on social media and just listening, I hear that it's become the norm to push yourself as far and as hard as you can. Waking up early and going to bed late, the go, go, go mantra, going without appropriate self-care can have a serious effect on our bodies. So the million dollar question, how can we manage stress and support hormone balance for successful weight loss. First of all, it's important to recognize and address the sources of stress in our lives. Pay attention when your body is giving you signals that it is stressed and identifying these stressors and finding healthy coping mechanisms can help reduce the amount of stress. Pay attention to what causes you anxiety don't always brush it off. Pay attention to these things because not paying attention to them doesn't make them go away. If we can engage in regular exercise, um, relaxation, doing deep breathing, journaling, and engaging in different hobbies that are, uh, are relaxing, these can help us to effectively manage stress. Establishing a regular sleep routine, it's so crucial. Certain bodily functions only take place when you are in deep sleep. So if your goal is weight loss and good health, don't be so proud of uh, saying that you don't sleep seven to eight hours. And when you feel tired, sometimes you should consider instead of grabbing another dose of caffeine, grab a pillow and a sleeping mask. Having trouble getting out of bed some days, it's not necessarily a sign of laziness. Don't be hard on yourself if your goal is good health. Sleep deprivation only further disrupts hormonal balance which can lead to increased stress and weight gain. So figure out how to prioritize quality sleep to support your overall well-being and weight loss goals. The other thing is, is you wanna adopt a well-balanced diet with whole foods and fruits and vegetables and lean proteins and healthy fats. These can all provide the necessary nutrients to support hormonal balance. Avoid excessive caffeine and alcohol consumption. 
They only exasperate stress levels. Even though it may help you feel like you're doing better, if you are of the human race, it has been proven that excess caffeine and excess alcohol increase your stress levels. Another thing um, you can do to reduce stress in your life outside of slowing down on the caffeine and the alcohol is to incorporate stress reducing activities such as just going for a walk and mindfulness practices. Adding these things into your daily routine can help regulate cortisol levels and support hormone balance. It may be hard for some people, but every blue moon turn off all the electronics. Turn off the phone, your computer, your smartwatch, the TV, and maybe even the lights. And just sit and do breathing exercises. Close your eyes and just relax. Sit in silence. These practices promote relaxation and reduce stress and they improve your overall well-being. If these suggestions do not help you to reduce your stress or anxiety levels, seek support from a healthcare professional or therapist. They can guide you through managing stress um, and hormonal imbalances. They can offer personalized strategies that will work specifically for you and treatments tailored to your specific needs. Some of these treatments are hormone therapy. You could actually be experiencing anxiety or stress because of severe hormonal imbalance. So regular reflection and mindfulness practices and seeking support from healthcare professionals or therapists can help you to identify and manage hidden and chronic stressors to promote your health. You have to remember weight loss is a journey and it's essential to be patient, be kind to yourself. Don't let anxiety and stress become an obstacle in your path. If you prioritize stress management and supporting hormonal balance, you absolutely can achieve weight loss even during menopause. So that's all for today's episode of Weight No More Weight Loss Accountability Podcast. Until next time, take care, stay positive, and keep striving for a healthier you.